But Jesus interrupts. He interrupts that generational curse. And you have to like rewire your brain to think this, to realize I'm not cursed anymore. I'm not under that generational curse anymore. The curse is broken. You don't break the curse. I don't break the curse. Jesus broke the curse for us. And now we're simply rewiring our thinking to line up with our freedom and our new identity. Welcome to another episode of Think Like a Champion. This podcast is dedicated to helping you win in every way and for you to enjoy every day. And this is day 100. This is actually our 101st podcast on Think Like a Champion, not to be confused with our 40 days of fasting from wrong thinking. And what fasting from wrong thinking is, is we launched this about eight days ago for 2024, our fast from wrong thinking. It's not a fast from food. It's 40 days of fasting from the thoughts that defeat us, the mentalities and the mindsets that limit us. And we literally are getting into a cocoon, 40 days of a cocoon of right thinking to replace wrong thinking. And you might start out as a caterpillar, but you're going to end up as a butterfly because when you when that caterpillar goes into, creates its cocoon around itself, that's when everything inside of that, all the colors, all the life, all the wingspan, all of it is in the DNA of that caterpillar. But once in the cocoon, the butterfly begins to emerge and then um, comes forth after a period of time in the cocoon. Well, our fast from wrong thinking is like a cocoon of surrounding our thoughts with God's way of thinking, replacing defeated mentalities with victorious mentalities, replacing uh, powerless mentalities with powerful mentalities. And by the way, this is the 2024 version of Fast from Wrong Thinking. We have some original material here, as well as some of the thoughts that I've put together and written in my book, Fast from Wrong Thinking. I wanted to add some new things as well for the 2024 version. So today is going to be one of those new uh, days of content. By the way, you can sign up anytime and you can start anytime. Even if you didn't start with day one about eight days ago, you can today can be your day one. Just sign up at fastfromwrongthinking.com, fastfromwrongthinking.com. God spoke to me a few years ago because I was so frustrated seeing Another year would come and another New Year's resolutions would go. They come and they go. And I was frustrated by the lack of, uh, of results from resolutions. And that's when I heard the voice of God say, I want you to start a fast. I want you to call America and call the nations to a fast. A fast, Lord, I, those, those, that's just going to leave everybody hungry. He said, it's not a fast from food. It's a fast from wrong thinking. And that launched this book and the 40 days of true truths that transform. So your life's going to be transformed. Look, for example, uh, some of the testimonies of people that have fasted from wrong thinking. It's one day at a time, one thought at a time. And I'm coaching you the whole way through for 40 days. Sign up for free. Um, one of the testimonies, I began to receive... Um, the 40 day fast from wrong thinking during a very bad time in my marriage. Somebody wrote, my wife moved out and I realized she wasn't coming back. He said, um, 
almost 20 days into the fast wrong thinking, I angrily told her to get out of the house. Four days passed and I realized that she wasn't coming back. She said the pain that she felt was too much. On day 38, now remember this is a 40 day journey, fast from wrong thinking, not a fast from food. He said on day 38 of the fast from wrong thinking, it all looked hopeless still. But on day 39, I read your message that came to my email and I began to expect the tables to turn. At noon, my wife came home. Something had happened in her heart and she felt she could give me this one last chance for our family. God truly restored my family back and I know I'm a different man now. Now this may not be as extreme of a situation you're in, but just think about it. If, if, if this fast wrong thinking can heal people's relationships, heal people from anxiety, somebody else wrote me and said, since I've been doing the fast wrong thinking, I feel like I have been to a therapist every day. I find I'm not feeling anxious anymore or weighed down with situations. As soon as a bad thought comes, I cast it out. It's the most freeing thing I've done. Thank you so much, Gregory Dickow. These are real lives that have been changed by our fast from wrong thinking. Now, I want to get into today's content, but before we do, I thought I would take um, also just so I don't forget, make sure to leave a comment and join this podcast, leave a comment, leave a review. Thanks for helping us expand our community of champions. Every time you do post or leave a review, it helps us reach more people. Um, so thank you for that. Now, I want to take a minute and respond to a question that came in from Maddie, who asked, why do we get stuck in the same season for years at a time, walking and circling around the same mountain? Why do we get stuck? This is one of the things that is a way of thinking that people has defeated many has defeated many people. I feel stuck. I feel like I keep circling around the mountain. I feel like I'm, I'm the fullness of the definition of insanity. I keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. Well, that's why today for Maddie and for anybody, for everybody connected here today, I'm going to deal with this thought that says I feel cursed or I can't break this generational curse. Many people feel cursed when bad things happen to them or when they seem to happen repeatedly, right? Perhaps uh, you, your, your, your great-grandmother, her house burned down, then your grandmother's house burned down, then, you, then your mother's house burned down. You notice in a pattern here, that generational curse stops right now in the name of Jesus. We, all, we, all, we often feel like a problem or disease runs in our family. It's bound to happen to us too, but it doesn't have to. There's a way out. And I want you to experience the way out. There's a difference between failing and being a failure. Now, God spoke to me a while back and he said, he says, really, I, I, I had some people push back on this, but this is what I heard. I heard a voice I heard, I think was the voice of God. And he said, son, you were wired to fail. You were wired to fail. Now, you might think, wow, that's there's no way God would say something like that. Wouldn't God say you're you're a conqueror? You're you're going to have success. You're no. He said you were wired to fail, but I rewired you. Ah, this set me free. In other words, all the things in my life that went wrong, 
I was wired to fail from Adam and Eve and from a, a sinful nature because all of us are born with that. I was wired to fail. But he said, but I rewired you. In other words, when you get born again, God rewires you. And when you go through this journey, this fast from wrong thinking within 40 days, I assure you, if you stick with it, your brain will be rewired. You will rewire your brain. You'll rewire your thinking. You actually can treat your brain like a muscle and, and cause it to to expand, to grow, to be rewired. You can rewire it. This is how I heard it. You were wired to fail. God said, but I rewired you. So Adam and Eve wired us to fail. The curse was passed down from generation to generation. But Jesus redeemed us from this curse, right? He rewired you. If any man is in Christ, the Bible says, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things are passed away, but all things have become new. Now, if the old things have passed away, why do I keep having these things happen? Why is whatever was in my family and my family's family passed down from generation to generation? Because that's what a generational curse does. It, it goes from the, the current generation to the next generation to the next generation. But Jesus interrupts. He interrupts that generational curse. And you have to, like, rewire your brain to think this to realize I'm not cursed anymore I'm not under that generational curse anymore the curse is broken you don't break the curse I don't break the curse Jesus broke the curse for us and now we're simply rewiring our thinking to line up with our freedom and our new identity the curse is already broken I want you to say that the curse is already broken every generational curse is broken off of my life. Say that out loud. Every generational curse is broken off of my life. You know, Galatians 3.13 has an amazing verse. It says, Jesus Christ redeemed us from the curse by becoming a curse for us when he was crucified on the cross. He said, and he gave us the blessing. You see, Jesus died on the cross we have to identify with the finished work of the cross. We need to declare out of our mouth, the curse is broken. I'm blessed, not cursed. Say that. The curse is broken. Jesus broke the curse. Say that. Jesus broke the curse. And now I walk in the blessing. So my first point to reverse this thinking, to rewire our brain from feeling like we're cursed, from feeling like um, the generation's generational thing is going to pass down from generation to generation. Rewire it. Number two, you are of a new bloodline. You have to familiarize yourself with your new bloodline. You know, they have all these DNA tests now, right, where you can find out what percent Jewish you are, what percent um, African you are, what percent Asian you are. Like, you can do all that, but and people spend money doing that. Well, Jesus offers this new bloodline for free. In other words, yeah, maybe you were, um, maybe you are part Jewish and part this and part that, but you're 100% brand new now. Uh, you are of a new bloodline. So the, the curse of Adam and Eve passed down from generation to generation is broken. You don't have that blood in you anymore. You have the blood of Jesus running through your veins. You are of the new bloodline the blood of jesus runs through 
your veins. If any man is in Christ, as I said, he's a new creature. Okay, so start expecting the blessing that is on his life, the blessing that's on Jesus' life to be on your life. Expect the favor in Jesus' life to be the favor on your life. Expect the power that was in Jesus' life to be the power in your life. It says in Romans chapter 8, we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We are fellow heirs. We're joint heirs. His blessing runs in the family. Romans 8 tells us that in verse 16 and verse 17. So what are we doing? We're, we're rewiring our brain from feeling cursed. We're rewiring our brain from feeling that the generational curse is passed down. We're rewiring our brains from expecting failure. We can often fail, but you are no longer a failure. If a righteous man falls, he gets back up. I want you to do the next thing to rewire your brain, the next thing to fast from wrong thinking, the way to overcome this, this old mindset is to adopt a covenant mindset. What is a covenant? A covenant is the strongest form of agreement that can ever be made between two parties. The strongest form, the unbreakable form of agreement the, to the death agreement that is made between two people or two parties. And so we need to adopt this covenant mindset. God made a covenant with Abraham and said, I will bless you. I will multiply you. I will make you exceedingly great. And the Bible says, because God made that covenant with Abraham and Jesus is the descendant of Abraham, when we are in Christ, we also are descendants of Abraham. Galatians 3.29 tells us when you belong to Christ, you are Abraham's seed and the curse is over and the blessings will come upon you. Expect the blessing. Stop expecting the curses and start expecting the blessing. What kind of blessing should you expect? I got one for you here. Genesis 24 verse 1 says, and God had blessed Abraham in every way. God blessed Abraham in every way. It doesn't say the devil blessed Abraham. It doesn't say just people blessed Abraham. It said God blessed Abraham in every way, in his spiritual way, in every way, in his physical way, in every way, in his relational way, every way, in his financial ways, every way. Uh, every way means every way. And you say, well, that was Abraham. But Galatians 3.29 says, if we belong to Christ, we too are Abraham's seed. And what God did in Abraham's life, he will do in yours. You just have to be covenant minded. You have to adopt a covenant mindset. I have a blood covenant with God. It's his blood. It's not it's nothing you contribute to the covenant. God gives it all to us. He, the father is really making a covenant with the son on the cross. The father makes covenant with Jesus, his blood is shed, the mingling of God's blood and man's blood in the person of Jesus creates a covenant between deity and humanity. Deity being the father, humanity being the son. And those of us who have accepted Jesus, we become a part of the humanity, the new race of being, a new species of being. There's no longer black and white and this color and that color and this race and that race. Yes, all of those things are okay when, when they're treated properly, but don't let that carry the weight. You are completely of a new bloodline now. You are a covenant person now through the blood of Jesus. You are a new species. We are a new race of people. 
and we're not racist. We're just a new race altogether. When you get born again, you're part of a new race. Whew. This is liberating when you get a hold. Of Jesus did it all. Now, next thing you got to do to rewire your brain concerning failure versus success, concerning expecting the bad to go to expecting the good, expecting to be cursed and to be the generational curse to be passed down to for going from that to this generational blessing that's going to be passed down from Abraham to Jesus to you and to me. We have to embrace the new, our, our proper identity. You know, there are two types of identities in each human being. There's what God intended and what humanity intended, what the identity that we get from God versus the identity we get from our family. You can choose which one are you going to live out? There's, you see, either you live out and believe in your identity that comes from God or your identity that comes from your family. Now, for all the good things that come from your family, go ahead and take those. But for the bad things that come from, from those, you know, say no thank you. Listen, there's a great verse in Judges chapter 11, verse 1. History calls Jephthah in Judges chapter 11. This is an amazing verse. History calls Jephthah the son of a harlot. It says, for Jephthah was a mighty man of valor, but he was the son of a harlot. He was the son of a prostitute. Now notice these two opposing identities. He's, man calls him the son of a prostitute. Well, you can come up with names that kind of go with that, but they are not, none of them are good, right? <laughs> He's Jephthah is the son of a harlot, the son of a whore. I, I hope that doesn't come across rude and, or, or if offensive to anybody, but this is what Jephthah was the son of. But he was a mighty man of valor. See, man called him the son of a prostitute, the son of a harlot, but God called him a mighty man of valor. You got to choose which one. You're either the son or daughter of your, of the cursed generation, or you're a son or daughter of God. Choose what God calls you over what man calls you. Stop expecting the habits or problems of your family's past to be your problems too. You're redeemed. You're redeemed. Next thing to rewire our brain today. This is, by the way, this only takes like five minutes to go through every day. But I'm expounding on it for Think Like a Champion and really bless you with, you know, some content around the content. But the fifth thing that we do to rewire our brain from cursed to blessed is we got to start expecting the blessings now because of Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28 says something amazing. It says all these blessings, Deuteronomy 28 verse 2, all these blessings will come upon you. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. I could just go on and on with all these blessings. Listen, all these blessings. You say, but don't you have to obey? Yeah, Jesus did all the obedience for you so that you have access to the blessings now. But it says, um, 
blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed coming in, blessed going out. Blessed is the seed and the root. Blessed is the fruit of your body. Blessed um, shall be the fruit of your crops, your harvest, your ground, your cattle, your increase. Blessed shall you be your blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies that rise up against you one way to flee from you in seven ways. They shall come out against you one way and flee in seven. The Lord will command the blessing upon your storehouses and in all that you've set your hand to. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord gives you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he has promised. And all the people of the earth shall say you are blessed and called by the name of the Lord and they shall respect you. And the Lord shall make you plenteous in goods, the fruit of your body, the fruit of your cattle, the fruit of your ground, the land which the Lord swore to give you. The Lord shall open up for you. She keeps going. The Lord will open up to you the good treasure, the heavens to give you rain upon your land in its season to bless all the work of your hand. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And all these blessings will come upon you because the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. Now, folks, in the old under the old covenant, all of these blessings are yours. For your obedience in exchange for your complete obedience, which no one's capable of except Jesus. And all the curses that come after it are if you disobey in one area, you have all the curses, you open your, the door to all these curses. But now here's the freedom in Christ. Now you have access to the blessings. They're no longer earned through your obedience or my obedience. They are given to us through Jesus Christ's obedience, according to Romans chapter five. Boy, when you get a hold of this, that every blessing that God makes in the Bible, it, every one of these blessings belong to Jesus because God made a covenant. The father made a covenant with the son, but the son dies on the cross, goes to the grave and the third day rises from the dead and he takes us down with him and he takes us up with him so that now we are joint heirs with him. This is a mentality that will set your life on fire in such a great way that you never imagined. So often we think, OK, God's punishing me because I did this. God's blessing me because I did this. No. The punishment that's being doled out isn't coming from God. The devil is trying to condemn you. The blessing, all the blessings are yours in Christ. When you realize Jesus did it on the cross, he became cursed so that you and I could become blessed. Boy, you don't have to live under this curse anymore. You don't have to labor under this thing anymore. Now, I want to lead you in this declaration. Say this out loud with me. Say, I am redeemed. Say it out loud. I'm redeemed from the curse. Jesus destroyed the curse for me. Come on, say this out loud. I'm of the new bloodline. The blood of Jesus runs through my veins. His blessing runs in my family now. I'm his family. I'm a covenant minded person. I have a covenant with God through Jesus Christ, through his obedience. I have access to the blessings through his death. I have access to his life. And instead of sin, 
I have righteousness. Say this out loud. Instead of sin, I now have righteousness. Instead of disease, I now have healing. Instead of the curse, I now have blessing. Instead of sadness and sorrow, I have joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Say this out loud. I expect all the blessings to come upon me and overtake me in Jesus name. Say this out loud. I refuse to accept what history calls me. I accept what God calls me in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, thank you for joining me on Think Like a Champion. You can sign up for this absolutely free. It'll be one email every day that will come to you from me to you for 40 days. And we will dismantle the 40 most lethal limiting thoughts that are toxic and defeat people. We are going to dismantle each one of them step by step. And you'll see in the next 40 days or 30 or however many left are there. You can start day one tomorrow, day one today. Whenever you sign up, that's your day one. You can do it anytime, but do it now. <laughs> Don't wait. It's absolutely free. And you'll see the results, the same stories that you heard me talking about earlier. You're going to hear your, yourself talking about them in your own life and in your family's life. Listen, take a moment now and pay it forward, would you? We, we, we like to give people an opportunity every podcast. We'd like to give people an opportunity to give, to make a donation, tax-deductible donation. We're given to the kingdom of God. We're given to the message of the cross, the message of Jesus getting to the world. Pay it forward. You can go to lifechangerschurch.com slash give. Listen, signing up for this is absolutely free. Doing this 40-day fast from wrong thinking is absolutely free. If you want to give back, if you want to pay it forward, please do. But it's absolutely free. Until next time, let's keep fasting from wrong thinking. Keep punching, as Sylvester Sloan says, as Rocky says, keep punching, right? And you will keep thinking like a champion because that's who you are. Can't wait to talk to you at our next podcast. God bless. Mm -hmm.